Hey everybody, welcome to Counseling Moments with Pastor Kevin. The podcast that helps us connect the significant moments of our lives to Scripture. Hey, welcome, and we're gathered here again for another Counseling Moment. Today I have with me three people that we're going to be interviewing, and we're going to talk about uh, life group experience here at Hespler Baptist Church. And I've got Sarah Anderson with us, who is uh, the life group coordinator for one of our groups, and I've got Bob and Kendra Callanan, who are members of that life group, and they're also hosting that group. So we just want to hear uh, a little bit about what the experience has been for them and help our church understand a little bit more of what it means to be involved in life groups. And so if you can just go around and, and introduce yourselves, and as you do so, uh, just maybe start with this first question, what have you found beneficial about being part of a life group? Sure. So... Um yeah, I'm Sarah, and I've been coming to Hesper Baptist now for about four years. Um, I moved here to go to school in Waterloo. And um, during the four years I've been here, it, it, it felt slow um, to be able to just integrate myself into the church family. Like, COVID was part of that, but uh, um, so a huge benefit for me was joining a life group. I felt that instant connection to the church in a more meaningful way. Uh, Bob and Kendra were a huge component in that. Like, they've been here for a long time. They know the church history. They know a lot of different families and people. Um, and so that would just regularly come up in conversation. Do you know this person or that person? Or this person is connected to this person. And that was just really helpful for me to um, start to feel more, just just closer to the entire church body. Sure. No, thank you for that. And, uh, and my... Uh introduction, as I remember mostly about meeting Bob and Kendra, was really through uh, Melvin Barfoot um, and in meeting him, and just a, a very um, important, involved deacon in the church life back in his prime and some of the work he did in the church, and, and walking along with him uh, during his last days with us, and I got to meet Bob and Kendra and be in their home uh, where where Melvin was for a while, and also realized that they, they know good coffee, which I also <laughs> appreciate a great deal of. So go ahead and introduce yourselves. Beyond, beyond that, I'm, there's, there's more than just uh, family and coffee involved. But. Um, I'm Kendra, and we've been hosting um, the Life Group for now. We're in the middle of our second year, and I think the initial um, <clears throat> year was... Uh, just informative, um, was good to meet with people that maybe I didn't know, didn't understand their background, um, where they came from. I've been attending this church since I was five days old, and, and I'm pretty old. Um, and so it was really good just to meet some new people. As our group has developed and become more comfortable, we've been able to invite other people, and that's been very, very helpful. We um, One of the things that I think has been really, really encouraging is when we're at church on Sunday, we've already discussed the sermon the Monday before at Life Group. Our, our group meets on Monday. So that's what I'm finding super, super beneficial. I'm getting more out of the scripture than just listening to a, a passage once. And if you could talk a little bit more about that, because I think this is an unfamiliar practice for most people, in which we're not discussing the sermon that just happened but we're looking ahead 
to the text that will be preached on the following week, which is a new experience for many. And what's our purpose in that? I, I, I can speak to that a little bit if you'd like, but uh, really to speak to the impact of what it means to look at the Scripture that's going to be preached on the week ahead and the impact of that. So what? So one of the things that we do is uh, we read the Scripture, and then we break it down into, you know, lessons um, learned, what, what, um, what we believe that the Word is saying to us, what God is trying to communicate, and how we can apply it, and how we might be able to share it with someone else. And, and I think it's really, from my perspective, it's really cool that when you sit in a Sunday morning service and you go, oh yeah, I already thought about that. Now this might be a little bit more in depth, or, oh, I missed the point on that. So that's what I find edifying. Right. Thank you. I think for me, the, 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 value, <clears throat> the value's been kind of in an inverse way similar to Sarah's. And that is, even though we've attended for some time, um, the church always has a number of new people coming in. And it's been neat to have people join our life group who wouldn't otherwise um, be in our relational network. Um, and you just feel a deeper connection to the body when there are different people. And um, we have kind of an, an eclectic group of people. Yeah, it really takes some kind of mechanism to uh, meet people who are not quite in your normal social circles. And life groups really can do that. And we do strive uh, to have more intergenerational life groups so that we are meeting people across the different strata of life. And really the church itself is unique in that uh, meeting people who can be very different from us, but what we have in common is Jesus Christ. And I, I appreciate that. Um, Kendra, you spoke a little bit about uh, the element that you really appreciate, which is the sermon text discussion. Do, do the rest of you want to chime in on how the various elements of group have been helpful? And I say various elements. All of our life groups have a core four uh, elements to them that I want every life group to have. So no matter what life group someone attends, they're they're getting they're getting this experience. Now from that, groups uh, add and and do some different things, and every group has its own flavor in that sense. But these core four uh, elements are fellowship, and and that's a less structured time when you're you're showing up and you're just having conversations, and you you might uh, you might grab a particular individual that you want to talk to, and you have a a conversation with them. But then there's a more structured time, which I refer to as stories. And what stories are is times when we're sitting together and we're sharing either where we see God at work in our lives or where we struggle to see God at work in our lives so that we can edify and help and, and get to know each other. And that's more of a structured corporate time so that everybody's hearing from everybody else. And, and then that's also fodder for prayer, which is another uh, element of our life groups is that we want to be praying for each other. And life groups is really a place where the one another commands and care for one another in the church is happening. So you're really caring for the other members of your group and, and seeing after them. And then we have the sermon text discussion, which we've already talked about a little bit. So if you guys can just talk a, uh, a bit about what are the various elements that have been helpful for you out of that group and, and maybe anything unique that your group does, I'd be happy to hear about it. 
Yeah. So um, especially regarding stories, I remember our first time that we met uh, this year when we, we started again, um, we really took the time to just reflect on the year that had ended and the, and, um, the year that was beginning and in the context of Christ, you know, like where were you, where were you struggling? Um, um, you know, maybe there was things you were going to the Lord for in prayer and you're, uh, what are you waiting for um, in this new year? Uh, how he's going to respond to those prayers? What are you uh, expecting? What are you worried about? Things like that. And it was just really great to hear from everybody um, doing that together, reflecting together. And it did um, it did create just a real time of, of prayer. And I find even when there are members who can't go to life group, they're um, letting me know and they're being very honest about why, what's going on in their lives. Um, and so that way, even though they're not there, we're able to pray for them together as a group. And um, so that's been really um, great for, for me. And I know a couple other individuals who have just, um, we, we've opened those lines of communication to a point where we can be open and we can be vulnerable about what's really going on um, in our week. Um, so I've really enjoyed that as well. About how much time do you feel like that's taken to where you feel like you can really open up and share some of the deeper elements of life, get beyond circumstances and situations talk about matters of your own heart what kind of time does that take of relationship building to get to that point i think it really depends like some people it can be um just a few times that they've they've been coming out um for others it might take close to a year to to really get to that point of yeah i feel comfortable enough that i can share um my burdens but um, yeah, so I think it depends, but um, you do, everyone does get there eventually. Yeah. Anyone else want to contribute to that? or? Um, I think, I think it's about building trust and however long it takes you to build trust in a relationship is how long it is for you to feel comfortable sharing your personal issues or needs. Um, and I think some of the, um, the people that come to our life group Bob and I in particular have known them for years and years and years. So we didn't have to build that trust element. But some of the new people that have come, um, that's, you know, we encourage them to share, but not to the point where they're uncomfortable. So it's a time thing. And so it's, it's also okay to feel like even though someone might be sharing deeply in the group, that's not necessarily expected of them, and they're able to acclimate at their own pace. And yeah, right. Good. Yeah. Do you want to contribute anything to that, Bob, or, or just even share? You know, what various, which of the elements have you found to be most helpful in in the group? Yeah, no, I think I just echo that. It's um, it's important to not create the expectation of a stereotypical life group. Um, experience where everyone's got to be like everyone else. Uh, I think um, there are individuals in the life group who are naturally communicative and extroverted, and there are those that are more quiet and introverted. Um, and it's what's intriguing is when you see people um, step into or out of what the norm is for them. I also had one of the 
one of the people say to me, just so you know, Kendra, I don't share and I won't share. And I said, that's fine. Come, learn, enjoy, whatever. And then a few weeks later, this individual was sharing. And, and it, for me, I was like, I'm trying not to smile, but she was just comfortable enough with the group that she could share with what was on her heart. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's exciting to hear is we're connecting. And, and I think when we finally get to the point where we're able to share the deeper things of our heart, that's when we really get to experience ministry between individuals and we uh, and we get the most spiritual benefit from knowing that we're we're sh- sharing our, our the deep things of our souls with people we can trust and people who care about us and people are going to help us turn to Jesus and walk alongside Jesus. I mean that's really the goal of discipleship is none of us are the savior for anybody else. Our goal is to point people to Jesus and bring people into the presence of of Christ through prayer and through scripture to uh, and, and in fellowship uh, to be able to exp- experience God personally. Our life group is different than a Bible study, and I think that is um, impactful in that if you have to miss a week, it's all right because we're talking about the next series of sermons, the next two weeks of sermons. You're not behind. And I think that's what makes our, our group unique too. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure what the other ones do, but that's something we kind of emphasize. Come when you can. Yeah, there. The goal of the life groups is not Bible study per se. It is fellowship. It is building relationships, and it is discipling through conversation, conversational discipleship, and having getting to the point where we can have what I like to call cardiac conversations, where we are speaking of the important matters of the heart. And another element of the groups is I like zero preparation. There's zero homework. You come and everything that needs to happen happens in the context of the group meeting itself. And and so I try and keep uh, preparation and homework and anything like that out of the equation. So with that in mind, uh, maybe we could talk just a little bit about what's it been like hosting a group, what's it been like coordinating a group, taking on the responsibilities that, that those have, and what kind of a burden has that been, what kind of a joy has it been? If we could just go around and share as, as uh, you're, you're talking about your own context. Sarah, you're the coordinator. If you want to speak to that a little bit, and then the Callanans host. Sure. So last year I was um, sharing the role of coordinating with somebody else, and then this year um, I am uh, the lone coordinator of our, our group that meets at the Callanans. And... I was surprised how little of a burden it was. Like you said, there's really not a lot of prep that needs to go into it. Um, you know, my my biggest um, contribution, I suppose, is just, you know, if there's, there's some members that need a ride and so I'm bringing them uh, or bringing them home, if so I'm coordinating that. Um, but just while we're there, um, just being conscious of time and, and just making sure that we're we're moving through the four different um, stages, I call it, of life group, um, and just making sure that uh, everyone gets a chance to share that wants to, that we have adequate time for prayer, things like that. Um, but yeah, you know, on my on my end, it's, it really hasn't been a lot of work. I think the, the Kalanins put in far more work than I do with their, their hosting and uh, providing coffee and food, so... 
So what I do for Life Group is just make sure that I think there's adequate um, seating. And I, and I try to do it where we add extra chairs as necessary, trying to keep it as cozy. And, um, and then, of course, there's, you know, we make the coffee, we put that out, and we have some kind of a snack. Um, and we've kept it really simple. We have, like, I maybe make cookies or I might make a cake or we might buy something. But it's just really kind of one item that, that we have and we just share it. And sometimes we have some candy, yeah. <laughs> which we all enjoy. It's actually, it's actually very little work for me. Um, and you can almost feel the eye roll from Kendra now as I say <laughs> that. Um, but um, it's like um, get home from work in a decent time and um, light the make, fire. make the coffee and light the fire this time of year. <laughs> Yeah, and I think and I think something to think about, um, and I'd like to hear you address this a little bit too, for uh, people who might think that coordinating or hosting a life group might not be a good fit for them, or it might be too much work. Thinking more in terms of a traditional Bible study and preparing a lesson or doing homework, um, but even in the sense of you're baking cookies or cake or buying something that. I don't ask coordinators to do everything, but I ask them to just see that everything gets done. So it doesn't even have to be the host who is always preparing and bringing and providing the treats. It, it, we can coordinate that amongst the different members of the group and actually see to it that everybody in the group has a vital role to play in the, in the life of the, of the life group meeting. That's really hard for someone who's a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> who, who would that? Who, who, who are we referring Bob. to there? Oh, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can see him trying to wrestle the mic away from you. <laughs> but the first year, uh, we did uh, have people bring uh, snacks, and most I'm retired, so it was just easy for me. So that doesn't mean every life group has to operate the way ours does. It That's just right. it works for us. And I think part of it too, right, is it speaks to the concept of gifts and what you like to do. And it's, it's about bringing what you love to do and adds to your enjoyment of life as opposed to thinking about, oh, no, what do I have to do now? In, in fact, if you're thinking that way, then probably you do want someone else to do it. Um, but I think it's, it's so interesting to see how you – and it's in, we live in an intergenerational house, and it's been neat to see how you can demonstrate that while there are times that worship is liturgical – there are other times when it's just living and it's conversing. And it's, um, I think one of the things we're blessed by is when one of our grandchildren walks through a life group and, and sees people, um, believers, uh, talking about and interacting around um, life in the context of the reason we're all here together is because we're all followers of Christ. Anything you want to say, Sarah, specifically about someone who might think that coordinating a life group is just a little too much or and and what would you say to them if they felt that way yeah i would encourage them if they feel um it's too daunting of a task there is the option to co-coordinate with somebody if you've got a a friend a spouse whoever it is um, that you would like to do that with um approach them and ask them hey you know are you you willing to let's let's try to uh, coordinate a life group together. Um, but I would also say that whatever the hesitation is, the benefits and rewards of it are far greater. 
Um, yeah, it's, and I, I, I say this personally, but also just like seeing all the members that have come and just the, there sometimes is that hesitation, you know, like, what are we in for? What's going to happen? Um, but so quickly that changes and you really do realize that, wow, this is a group of people. Again, we have nothing in common except our faith and that's everything. That's, that's more than enough. And so, yeah, I would encourage people to be a part of that. Like, why, why wouldn't you, um, you know, especially if you're here on Sunday and you feel like maybe no one really sees you or you don't feel like you're connected to the body, that's that's really a shame and that's not what God wants for you. And so if if you do feel that way, like Sunday's not enough and you and you need that time to really develop relationships with people, which we all do, yeah, join join a life group. And what what better way to um, contribute to a life group than to to coordinate it? I appreciate that very much. And one last question uh, for for all of you is just what is some of the fruit you've seen as God is working in your life through the life group experience? Something for me I've noticed is, um, again, when you're when you're sharing each other's burdens, you realize, wow, we share a lot of the same ones. Um, so that's been encouraging for me to just realize. Um, that I do have this in common with other other sisters in Christ, um, things that I'm working through, things that they're working through, and that we can just be a mutual encouragement to each other. Um, especially now, um, I'm, I'm taking biblical counseling, and this is just a way for me to um, practice that, put it into practice, which was something that motivated me to do that in the first place. And so, yeah, just um, being able to do that, like sharing resources, saying we're we're praying for you, and it's um, and just seeing, getting, having follow up on Sunday. Like, how was the rest of your week? And hearing someone say, "I felt it when you guys were praying for me. Like, uh, I felt this weight lifted off my chest. Like, that's just amazing, and it wouldn't happen any other way." Yeah, appreciate that. Do you, want, do you guys want to add anything? The particular fruit that you've seen in in your lives or sur- surrounding you as a result of the life group experience. I'm sure there's <clears throat> there's lots of stuff. One of the, what comes to mind is, um, like I think last week in sermon the, the the comment was made that even when our need feels overwhelming, it's as nothing to God, and it's so interesting. And we've seen this happen lots of times where something we're not even aware of comes up in prayer, and it's so neat to see prayer times over an individual go over to someone and say, "Hey, I know how to meet that need." And then um, they're not always big. Oftentimes they're small. But it, the thought occurs to me, huh, had we not shared this together, we might have kind of kept moving like two ships in the dark and never have been um, of any good to each other. And, uh, and I think that's something that's, um, that's neat to see play out in real, real time. Yeah, and, and uh, piggyback on that, I think, too, is a, in a position as, as one of the pastors here at the church is... If you become, if a life group becomes aware of a need that seems a little too big for the life group to handle, we we are you're connected to the church, you're a ministry of the church, and, and we have as a church have resources that we can bring to bear, so that you can continue to minister effectively and have the resources to to meet the needs of the members of your group. I think one of the things for me that I I've valued is 
everyone's spiritual journey is at a different stage. And Life Group is just an opportunity to share wherever you're at um, and enjoy. That's, that's what I find. Yeah. Nobody is looking at you like, oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah, you just, you, you're just helping. We're just kind of linking arms as, as a metaphor that Scripture gives us, and we're bringing, we're bringing all of us together into maturity in Christ. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much for sharing today. Thank you for coming in and sitting down with us and just giving us a glimpse of what a Life Group can be and what Life Group is doing. And just very appreciative of your time today. Thank you very much. 